Today's reading is Nehemiah chapter 8. Now, we've looked at food as a metaphor for God's word, but I think this is a really great chapter to expand on then what does it mean to eat that food? What does it mean to consume God's word? Because even here, I know some of you are listening to this podcast because you have had a difficult time reading the word of God by yourself. And we feel guilty for not being able to read the word of God by ourselves. Now, I definitely think that being able to read the word of God by ourselves is a great goal and something that we should grow into. But notice here in Nehemiah chapter 8 that when they discover the book of the law and they begin to read it, Ezra the priest, he is standing there reading it and explaining it. But notice in verse 4 and uh, in verse 4 that there are these people who are here that are standing beside of him. And then in verse seven, some of those people, as well as other people, they are going through and allowing and helping people to understand the law. They are reading from the book and then they give a clear sense of it so that the people understood the reading. Listen, yes, the word of God is our daily bread, but some of us don't know how to bake bread. I don't bake my own bread, I eat bread. I have learned how to make more foods, better foods. That is something that I've grown into. And so if you are a young believer or just a believer that's never really thought about this before and just always felt guilty, you don't know how to make the perfect steak. You don't know how to make whatever fancy dish you can think of. That's why we learn, and that's why we have people to help us. So if you feel bad that you can't read the Word of God completely by yourself, don't feel bad. See it as a goal that there are steps towards, and things like this podcast and Sunday messages and discipleship and, and all of these things, they are ways that God is helping us to read it. But I also want to point out the reaction that is given in verse 9, because they hear the word of the Lord and they are struck to the bone. They are repentant because they realize, man, we have sucked. We are not going, to, we are not worthy to be God's people. And that is should that should be the way that the word hits us. And I know even for me, uh, doing these Bible readings on a daily basis, sometimes I'm struck just by, man, how sinful I am. And yet, see the encouragement of the food in verse 10. Go your way, eat, drink of great things, for this day is holy. Do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so all the people, they celebrate. And they celebrate what? The Feast of Booths. And we looked at how the Passover wasn't celebrated for the longest time. Well, this is after the exile. This is when they returned from Babylon. And verse 17 says that from the days of Joshua, the son of Nun, to the day of the people of Israel had not done so. They hadn't celebrated the Feast of Booths the way that they were supposed to. They may have celebrated Passover, but they haven't celebrated the Feast of Booths. Now, what is the Feast of Booths a reminder of? It is a reminder of the time when the people were in the wilderness wandering and God was providing for them food and water because there was a plan and a purpose and a promised land that they were about to go into. And when we celebrate, the same way when we take communion, when we celebrate the feasts and the festivals with 
we don't we don't do it just as a remembrance we do it as a participation we understand that as peter said we are aliens and sojourners here that the reason why we need the word of god as our daily bread is because this is not our home and bread alone is not going to sustain us we remember the feast of booze and the time in the wilderness as we understand our own lives here on this earth as in transition, being prepared for the promised land of heaven restored and eternal life. And the word of God, day by day, from the first day to the last day, to read from the law and to feast, these two things are really pictures of one another. They are synonymous with one another. That to read God's word is to feast knowing that he provides for us despite our sin, despite our flaws, that he is going to help grow us in physical maturity and spiritual maturity in the word. So I hope this is an encouragement to any of you who are just jumping into our Bible reading um, or who have done it for a while to know this is a growth process and you are going to be able to one day prepare amazing meals and consume the word of God by yourself, for yourself, and for the sake of others. But if you're not there yet, don't worry. We'll get there together.